You are Locked On Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the June 15th episode of the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G., This is the weekend episode, so you get three days to consume this, and whether you're listening on Friday, Saturday, or Sunday, we thank you. Maybe you're even catching up and listening to it on Monday. We're just grateful that you're making us a part of your day, and it is our privilege to be talking Thunder Basketball with you here over the next 20 minutes or so. And coming up, we will talk about LeBron James and how LeBron James and Paul George are tied together. LeBron James at this point is the story of the summer, but that doesn't mean that the whole world is not keeping an eye on Paul George, plus how Paul George evaded questions that were asked about him or asked about him and LeBron James. TMZ has that video. You can check it out. Uh, We'll get into all that in segment number one, plus how the Lakers can end up landing one of the most devastating trios in NBA history. And yeah, it does go back to LeBron James and Paul George. In segment number two, we do have an update on the billboard. There's still some mystery surrounding it, but there is a definite Oklahoma tie and an artist that did it. So we'll give you an update on that and we'll round things out today with a few news and notes. My name's Eric G. I did radio in Oklahoma City here for a while. I'm now a part of the podcast universe here in Oklahoma City. Or I guess the world. I mean, depending on where, where you're listening to this, you could be, yeah, hey, we always talk about Australia. You could be listening in New Zealand. You could be listening in Germany or Poland or Russia right now. And I am just as much a part of your world there as I am where I am located. If you like what you hear, you can go on to LockedOnThunder.com, see all the archives, listen to those, get video and audio from players, What else do I tell you? I'm a credential member of the media, and I also work for another publication called Thunder Digest. And don't forget the Locked On Podcast Network is the biggest stories covered by local experts, and we are your team every day. So this is a -a five-day-a-week podcast. Normally, we take weekends off, but if news were to break, something were to happen, we'd certainly put out a podcast over the weekend. All right, we jump into it. And ESPN spilled it out today and did a great job of spilling it out of how LeBron James, Paul George, and Kawhi Leonard could all end up, Kawhi Leonard, could all end up with the Los Angeles Lakers. And essentially, what would have to happen, as far as the George and the James part of it goes, is those two would just have to agree. As free agents, all they would need to do would be to agree to side with the Los Angeles Lakers, and they're there. Kawhi Leonard becomes a little bit trickier because the Lakers would probably have to trade for him. And in order to get Kawhi Leonard, you're going to have to give up most likely two of three of your young players. Maybe some sort of combination of uh, Kyle Kuzma and Lonzo Ball or Brandon Ingram and Lonzo Ball. But you think Lonzo Ball would definitely be in the discussion. And if he's not, then the other two would need to be, which... In my opinion, I can't see the Spurs taking Alonzo Ball. But then again, if the Spurs do take Alonzo Ball, just a real quick sidebar here. If the Spurs were to take Alonzo Ball, that might be a way to get LeVar Ball to shut his damn mouth. Because there's absolutely no way LeVar Ball is going to have any effect on what the Spurs do with his son or how the Spurs 
handle their business. He's just not going to change that. Now, I say he might shut his damn mouth, but truthfully, LeVar Ball will continue to talk. He's just not going to make a dent in what the Spurs want to accomplish and, and how they're and how they're going to go about things. And, and and this is where, to me, the conversation center around, centers around that whole chicken or the egg situation. Kawhi Leonard and the Spurs are set to talk here in a few days. But does it happen where the these three guys, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, and LeBron James, all get together, and they decide they want to go to L.A., they make that pact, Kawhi Leonard asks for the trade, the ball gets rolling on that, and then once the trade is done and July 1st rolls around, we see LeBron and Paul George bolt for Los Angeles. Or is it a situation where they all three agree, Paul George and LeBron sign first, and then Kawhi decides that he's going to ask for the trade to Los Angeles and, and the Spurs get that done. This is a very interesting possibility for the Lakers. And it's not, as with all these things, even as far-fetched as it may sound, this one has some meat to it. And if you're a Thunder fan, I would be deathly worried if these three started talking together. Now, we all know about the recent report from Mark Stein and all the other reports prior to that saying that Paul George is very happy here in Oklahoma City. He likes playing with Russell Westbrook, and he may, in fact, not leave Oklahoma City. He could stay here. But as the ESPN article points out, and this is something that I've always kind of thought what happened with Paul George is that most likely he signed short-term with Oklahoma City just to buy himself some time to see what the Lakers do, gives himself a little bit more leverage in that situation to kind of keep putting it out to the Lakers. Yes, you want me But ultimately, I have the power. So in order to get me, these things need to fall in place. You need to do all this, and then I will become a member of the Los Angeles Lakers. And that's sort of, like, if you're asking me to look into the magic kaleidoscope or the crystal ball or whatever the hell we're calling it today, that's sort of what I see Paul George doing is hanging out in Oklahoma City until the Lakers get their act together and become a team that he can lead to a championship. And a lot of that is dependent on not just the Lakers, but what happens in Golden State over these next few months or these next few years. Is Are, are we going to see Draymond Green sign a long-term deal? Is Klay Thompson going to take less in order to keep that dynasty alive? Does Kevin Durant still want to be there? He says he's going to stay with the Warriors and The Warriors are certainly willing to give him everything that he wants because he's the best player on the team. But so many things have to line up in order for all these puzzle pieces to fit together. That's what makes the NBA the most fun lead to talk about is because you can speculate till you're blue in the face and no idea that you throw out right now is too crazy. In fact, ideas that you throw out right now might just be crazy enough to work That's why we are talking about LeBron James coming to Oklahoma City. And that's why we say on this podcast that Sam Presti is doing you, the Thunder fan, at his service, doing Russell Westbrook at his service, and Paul George at his service, if he does not pick up the phone and call LeBron James and his agent and at least make a pitch to LeBron James about becoming a big three. Of course, going back to the Lakers, the Lakers in Oklahoma City would have the same problem. You would have this great dynamic big three. But who are you putting around them? 
Is your bench deep enough to even remotely compete with the Rockets and the Warriors? And that's where we're all stumped. And that's where the Lakers would be stumped because if you get the you get those three, you're having to give up some of these young pieces to get them. And you might make a run, but you're still not deep enough to beat the Warriors. You're still not good enough to beat the Rockets. And it's a nice big three. It sells a lot of tickets, but ultimately it comes with a lot of disappointment because you put a three like that together, the only result, the only result you can be happy with, the only result your fans can can even remotely accept is winning a championship. And if you can't do that, then it was all for naught. So one more time, and we'll probably play this again. <laughs> Let's hear Paul George talk about the Lakers, the, prere- the prerequisites when it comes to Oklahoma City, what the Thunder do, and just kind of take a deep breath and relax amongst all this. Well, it's, it's, it's not even more so about that. It's, it's just, you know, kind of let everything decompress, um, you know, have that time to myself, and then addressing it. That's all it comes down to. Well, with all that said, obviously what follows you is speculation about home in Los Angeles for obvious reasons. Is there an allure there to you, to the idea of playing, you know, at home? Um, I mean, it, it, I, would, I would say, you know, almost everybody in this league would have loved uh, to to play at home. Um, I, I won't say that's that's a lie. Um, everybody would love to play for their home uh, in one way or another. Um, but that that won't be fun. That's not like you know, the only you know option for for why I want to go somewhere is because it's home. Not at all. Yeah, doing a Thunder podcast every day, I can tell you. That July 1st can't get here soon enough. The draft can't get here soon enough to see what Oklahoma City does with their two picks in the second round, of which I don't have a whole lot of high hopes for. I mean, there are always guys that get taken in the second round that pan out to be a lot better than what you thought they were going to be. But it is a second round NBA draft pick, and it's just not something that that I'm going to do backflips over. I am a lot more skeptical I get in the whole wait. I am in the whole wait and see category when it comes to second round NBA picks or late round NBA picks. And speaking of late round NBA picks or early round NBA picks, we will be talking about Trey Young coming up in segment number three. But in segment number two, we have some information on that infamous Braun and Brody billboard. It's all right here on the Locked On Thunder podcast, your team every day. Yesterday, we used a tweeted-out picture from one of the state reps here in Oklahoma that showed a billboard that said, Brody and Braun, or Braun and Brody, no cupcakes. It's a very artistic billboard done very well. And we did wonder if it was a fake, and we used it mainly to discuss that it is kind of interesting to think that Oklahoma City might be in the LeBron James sweepstakes. Well, as it turns out, The billboard, and thank you very much to Channel 9 for posting this, and thanks to my wife for uh, sending it to me, is done by a local artist here that graduated from Oklahoma Christian University. It was done for ESPN, where they asked 30 artists in all 30 NBA cities to do a billboard rendering of trying to recruit LeBron James. And there's some really good ones. There's some really bad ones as well. What still remains a mystery, and what I can't figure out or find out, 
is if it's just a mock-up or that billboard is actually someplace. I don't think it is any place. I mean, like, I need to see a picture that doesn't look exactly like the one in ESPN or I need to see the billboard myself, the whole seeing is believing thing to know that it's not just a mock-up. I mean, the artwork is real, but whether or not it's an actual billboard, that still remains in question. And I have yet to, to hear anything to the contrary or see anything that would not make me question that and maybe you've seen it so you can say hey dude it's you're an idiot here it is it's actually real but uh real quick on these billboards some of them are good I would the Minnesota one not very good the New Orleans one was really plain the Lakers one was awesome the Clippers one sucked the Clippers one was not good at all but then again it's like all things Clippers there's going to be an amount of fail to it the Lakers one was very cool. It has had his beard in the shape of the state of California and a crown. It was kind of avant-garde. The Cleveland one was playing on heartstrings. But you can see all of these at, at ESPN and, and judge for yourself which one is better. But everybody should be making that recruiting pitch to LeBron James at, at this point. Why not get your team in the conversation? You know if you're the Sacramento Kings, it's not going to happen. You know if you're the Charlotte Hornets, it's not going to happen. Or the Pelicans. And a few that you can just cross your name off the list. But why not make a pitch? Because all the guy can do is not return your phone call or say no. When it comes to Oklahoma City, there has to be a bit of a hard press. And you've got to constantly keep talking to Paul George throughout this process. Or Russ needs to keep talking to him. Or... Somebody needs to stay in the conversation and it still needs to be made very clear to Paul George because as great as LeBron James is, Paul George is the number one goal here in Oklahoma City. Paul George always needs to know that the Thunder are moving forward and that the Thunder are going to do things that are bigger and better than getting knocked out in the first round. And the goal is not just to be a playoff team, but to be a championship team And you can be a part of it and see we were in the LeBron sweepstakes. Whether you land him or not, doesn't matter. It's just that constant chatter. Just keep going. Make sure that Paul George, make sure that your fans, make sure that Russell Westbrook, make sure all these guys know you really are playing for the big prize. Because that's the biggest criticism that Oklahoma City has to overcome. And whether you're turned down or not, because it, LeBron James gets turned down, the rhetoric is is simply going to be that Oklahoma City can't land big free agents. And that rhetoric so far is true. I mean, there, there's no evidence to the otherwise that Oklahoma City can't land big name free agents. And I, I we all know Oklahoma City would not have any shot at Paul George if he were a free agent now. Making that trade, Sam Presti at least had a year to lay the groundwork and show Paul George how he would fit with Russell Westbrook and everybody else on the team and what the city had to offer him and what the organization had to offer him that in a 20-minute presentation, an hour-long presentation, a tour of the city, um, tour of the facilities, none of that could really be done. So if Sam Presti lands Paul George, then... All credit to him for being bold and making the trade and knowing that he wasn't going to have access to a player like that any other way. This is the Locked on Thunder podcast. Coming up next, we finish up with some news and notes. And could Trey Young end up with Fred Hoiberg? Why I don't like that, that's coming up next. 
This is the Locked On Thunder Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Trey Young working out for the Chicago Bulls. Could possibly get picked by them. I can't even remember what pick the Bulls have. I probably should have done better research than that. But I, I say, I talk about the Chicago Bulls. And I talk about where they might be in the draft and sort of what this team has going on for it. And Trey Young, obviously a big local story here in Oklahoma. But I just... I don't know. I don't know about Trey Young going to a team that's that bad, having to be the face of the organization and being a savior is the is the best thing for him. I can't say that. I can't say that enough. He's expected to be a top ten pick. I almost wish he'd end up in the in the latter half of the draft and I don't know. Maybe if he could end up with Cleveland and play with LeBron James, I, I'd be okay with that. But um, he was with the Chicago Bulls yesterday talking to Fred Hoiberg. It's just that whole sense of a guy who cratered last year, who couldn't seem to handle being the face at Oklahoma. You hear that there were issues with he and his teammates. Ah, that doesn't spill, that, that doesn't sound like a recipe for NBA success. Can Trey Young turn it around? Can he be better on defense? Sure, but it's going to take work. And I'm afraid you go to a market like Chicago where the media is not going to be very forgiving. It's not quite New York, but it's a hell of a lot harsher than a place like Los Angeles when you're talking about the top three media markets. Trey Young doesn't turn around on defense, doesn't succeed. All of a sudden, he gets hammered. Can he handle that? Can he handle being constantly criticized on radio, on TV, in podcasts, on newspapers? Can he deal with that? That's That's the one question I have about him is can he deal with not being successful? And there are times that he just strikes me as immature, and I don't know, I I don't see him in Chicago. The city, the media market, the organization, none of that strikes me as all that great a fit. I wish Trey Young nothing but the best, but there's something about all this that, that just has disaster written all over it. And that's a heck of a way to end the uh, Locked on Thunder podcast. I am Eric G. We will be back on Monday. Until then, everybody love everybody and peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.